why it's Chef Goretti for people who don't know. $100 million brands. I love that shit. And I'm dude. really gonna show. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Four Stars Podcast. Today, I'm with the man, the myth, the legend, Peter Lobanoff, the man behind brands. You might not even know who he is, but now he's making his debut, his third ever podcast, and I'm super excited to be here at his new studio in Miami, Florida. So with that being said, guys, this is the man, Peter. Thanks for the very, very, very uh, insightful <laughs> introduction. Um, yeah, guys, um, just a little bit, I guess a little bit about me. Yeah. Um, I uh, come from a branding background, all things graphic design, uh, but uh, in the last year or so, I've been fortunate to partner up with a, a team of talented individuals to form kind of like a multidisciplinary collective um, to help skyrocket and, and, and grow and build uh, direct-to-consumer brands. Um, so it's been everything from 3D and motion graphics to uh, website design and development. Um, you guys may know some of my some of my projects. One of the more notable ones was uh, Sweet Dreams. Shout out to my boy Fez. He's in the audience. Sitting back in the audience over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, man. I think like with you, it's crazy because when you see some of the designs, I mean, it's blown away because everything from you know 3D graphics to websites yeah. to like yeah. you know the craziest brands out there. And, and I think I'm mainly curious to ask, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, how did you get started? I know we've talked a little bit about you know how you came up and never, you know you're completely self-made, and yeah. that's kind of a theme of the podcast. So yeah. you know, like, where did you get started? How did you get yourself into the yeah. this niche? And yeah, you know? I think uh, I think it started off from uh, my my passion for uh, like fashion design. I think yeah. that's really where it stemmed from because I like to design clothes. I always wanted to find out like what are the programs that go behind it, sure. and so there was kind of like this this like similar. I guess like field I would say and and uh, you know working in the fashion industry and designing clothes eventually kind of moved to okay well I need a website to start selling this on and I need to make graphics to promote some of my clothes right and so like one by one it kind of led into eventually kind of drifting away from the fashion side of things because it's so cutthroat super competitive and it's like you have to be super connected in this industry to to really like you know, make something of yourself, right? Yeah. And so from there, I just really dove into, okay, what would e-commerce look like, right? Sure. Um, and so that was just like, started off by me just building sites for my friends. They were like, hey, like this is really good. Um, and then starting to create little graphics and just uh, brand identities and, and one thing led to another. I was like, hey, I'm gonna fully embrace this skill that I have and just launch a creative studio. Yeah, no, that's fucking awesome. I love yeah. that. Like, as far as, being creative, is that something that you've always kind of had passion mm -hmm. in, like years back? Or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, years back, I mean, it was always like, my, my mom's a, uh, a chef. Oh, so sweet. like, I feel like there's that common trait between like a cook, right? It's like yeah. they express themselves in, in, in their own artistic way. And so like growing up and watching her and like cooking, you know, I found that common, just like con common artistic perspective. And, and I was just like, hey, like, like, I don't think it's too far off from like creating this like beautiful dish and plating it in a really nice way to going and, and doing the same thing for a website, right? Like finishing off like what the front end looks like. Um, and then obviously, you know, there's so many other verticals in it, but that was yeah. kind of like, I just see so many things and they're all so uncommon when it comes down to cooking, when it comes to designing, uh, doing clothes, etc. Like it's just so, it's so common to me and it, it, it's second nature at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think what, to me, what's crazy about creative stuff, I mean, coming from a relatively creative like, content background, yeah. is like you have such an appreciation for good stuff, yeah. Yeah. right? And now, especially with the digital age and 
obviously it's been around for a while, but like when it comes down to 3D renders and stuff, it's like some of this stuff looks surreal to a point where yeah. it can surpass yeah. photo and video images. Yeah. And, and you're more so yeah. on that digital side where yeah. it looks so real, but it's, yeah. it's not, right? So that's like the next level of the skill set. Yeah. And I think you're such like a pioneer in, in that industry of when you look at your stuff, whether it be Sweet Dreams or any yeah. of your projects, uh, it's, it's just mind blowing. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't take credit for that because it's just a lot of talented people that are of with course, me. My business course. partner, uh, Blake, shout out to Blake. Um, he's the real wizard when it comes down to anything 3D design. Um, I, I play a more conceptualizing role, so yeah. I'll like help because like there's the the designer right who's actually like putting it, you know, putting it to work, and then there's somebody that actually has to go through with the conceptualizing side of things. So. I'll be that guy who conceptualizes and pitches ideas to clients and goes back and forth and tries to think in my head like, okay, how stupid is this idea going to sound before yeah. I like give it to Blake? And then like you have to consider some of the more technical attributes that go into actually, you know, making that 3D design and seeing what's possible and not. And so, you know, I wouldn't be anywhere with, you know, where I am today without a really strong team who's constantly learning, constantly evolving their skill set. And at the end of the day, we're growing together. Of course. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, whether, you know, whatever business you're in, like quarterbacking it, it doesn't necessarily mean one person's more valuable than yeah, the other. Exactly. It's being able to build and grow yeah. that team yeah. to put people in the right position Absolutely. to essentially, you know, win the game, right? So yeah. um, I think that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, shout out Blake, like yeah. design wise, I mean, but that's the thing, you gotta get the clients, you gotta invoice the clients, and I think that's my the favorite part. The big, yeah. <laughs> and I'll my favorite part. And very good at yeah, receiving he those. He loses <laughs> those emails often. <laughs> he loses, I think he ignores them, they go straight to junk. But <laughs> yeah. No, um, I think like one of the biggest obstacles as like a creative in the creative field is, be, is finding that perfect line between business and creative, Yeah. right? Like when you're a creative and somebody comes to you from a business perspective, you tend to get more emotional about it. Sure. And so if someone critiques your work in a certain type of way and then you're involved in the billing aspect, you're involved in the customer acquisition aspect, sure. you're, you're gonna lose yourself. And that was like me learning along the line, like along the way up until like I opened up the studio, like where I had to put myself in. And so although I play a creative role, I'm not so emotionally invested. Yeah. I play a role in the customer acquisition and client relations and you know, the billing and sending invoices and things like that. But yeah, yeah. Bro, that's and forming a sad. team too and finding, finding the talent too. Um, one of the things that, that I've really found amazing is, uh, you know, the guys who are really out there doing it, like the mm -hmm. talent that's actually putting in the work, like they're not out there like building their own portfolios. Yeah. And it's just my experience. Every person that I've hired who had an, a crazy portfolio, it was portfolio of work that they've done for themselves for pa like passion work. Yeah. It's nothing, when it comes down to actually doing something a client asks with what they, what their ideas of like what this final product is gonna look like, they all fall through. Yeah. And that's, I, that's just my, could be my experience only, but the real guys out there who are just, you know, posting the once in a while, the work here and there, if you yeah. just are able to identify like the key, like the more technical aspects that go into making whatever graphic or composition or website they build, if you can identify those, then you can make those call outs essentially and give them the opportunity to work with you. Of course, yeah. Ron, and it's that level of efficiency, right? Yeah, to be exactly. Able to, in any area of business, but especially in this yeah. one, like you have all these talented people, but they're not yeah. even able to express their talents because yeah. they're just not in the right avenue. No, yeah, Whether exactly. it be networking skills on your behalf or yep. marketing skills or just yep. conceptualization and, yep. and being able to build that you know, portfolio, I think yeah. it's huge. And yeah. a lot of people underestimate that, right? Yeah, they they just think like, oh, I want to find this guy on Upwork or Fiverr yeah. and hire them. And it's like, they have no, these guys have no, it's like hiring a developer and mm -hmm. expecting him to like properly design a button. It's 
It's two but different the thing, here's, here's the thing though, a lot of people don't understand this, but developer's not a designer. Exactly. A developer will, you ask them to build your website and they're gonna only build you the back end side. Exactly. Of and they're gonna give you something that you, you didn't expect or didn't ask for. There's that whole other side that you have to hire an actual designer to design the, the front end, right? To design the user journey, right? Like exactly. that's a lot of work on its own before they even hand it off to a developer. I think the developer is honestly like the last point. So yeah. be very careful if you're ever looking for somebody to build your website like developers don't there's a creative developer yep this is like a new I guess a new job title that's you know been emerging in the last like few years and that's somebody who can also design a website for you and develop a site for you so that's 100%. you know that's something to keep in mind yeah no I, I couldn't agree more and that's the thing I've learned even from George who's also in the audience like with blue receipt you guys have done a lot of you know 3d design work yep. together yeah like when it comes to like UX UI, like you you think like, well, I'm gonna make this you know Photoshop template, and I'm yeah. gonna have a, a creative designer do that, and I'm gonna yep. have a developer do this. Like, there's yeah. so much more beyond that. Whether yeah, it be are. user interface, just overall usage. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at like the Sweet Dream site, for example, mm -hmm. like there's so many little minute details yeah. that you pick up on if you kind of start to explore deeper yeah. and deeper into yeah. it. Even down to you know the Instagram like branding, it just there's got to be that quarterback figure there yeah, to yeah, bring it all together. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a hodgepodge of different things that might work, but at the end of the day, it's got to be. And it's know, a lot of testing things. too. For sure, so it's a lot of feedback and testing, and you know, some 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 companies don't get their products out, you know, for months, for yeah. years, you know, until they make that. Just they, they keep on refining it, making it perfect, and you know, when they think it's ready, then they go to market with it. Yeah. And even then, when they do go to market, like it's not what they, sometimes it's not what they expect. You know, we've launched uh, you know a website a couple months ago where we completely re redesigned the front end and the overall look and feel of the site was much better than it was before and you know there's still things that we're still doing till today to mm -hmm. keep refining it and tweaking it and testing and, and seeing what we can do to make it better to increase the the user experience and overall conversions as well of course yeah. and you're kind of like responsible for that in a way yeah like, it sucks yeah <laughs> yeah it's you, super stressful for sure because it's super like oh, stressful. Not getting sales, not getting, like they're they're blaming their marketing their ability their yeah. product all yeah. on design yeah. ux ui yeah. creative it's like yeah. there's so much more beyond that yeah. like and you have to hope to god that they have the other back end fill yeah, yeah. you know whether it be fulfillment and all these other avenues customer service and and stuff like that that you know it's just funny because what they see is like it, it's easy to get blame to you because you know dude i get blamed all the time just <laughs> looking at fez just probably writing an email as to why his <laughs> conversions are like through the roof but he's done for and sure. even then like with the website that we launched the first one it wasn't designed for conversions it was built for storytelling mm -hmm. right i mean there's so many cbd brands out there like why need another cbd brand what makes you so special right sure. and he hyper focused and he kind of found his niche, which was in sleep. And so now it's all about the branding appeal. Now it's about the storytelling. And so his first site was like, hey, one, we can come out with a really cool product, something innovative, something refreshing. Two, the overall uh, journey that the customer will have will be a little bit more, I guess, let's just say interactive. Mm -hmm. And then three, it's just all about being different. Yeah. Right, and so I mean, he he kind of touched on all three of those points, and now we we're on our version two of what his website is. But now this one, anybody can tell, and a lot of feedback that we received, it's like, wow, like this is a real like e-commerce store. It's like, you know, it's like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like that was the core focus there, and you know, uh, we've we're about like what one week into it, right, Fez? Yeah. Like one week into it, and then it's doing a lot better. And till this day, I mean, we're still testing, and we're like, how do we make it better? Of course. Yeah. And that's that constant progression, right? As we talk about on four yeah. stars, we're always yeah. chasing the fifth one and yeah. no, we might never even touch it, but that's what Damn. life's all about. And 
I mean, I wouldn't even say you look at a site like that, and it you yeah. can't. It, in my opinion, it like can't be top between yeah. the storytelling site and now. Yeah. Uh, it really sets the standard for people yeah. moving forward, and I yeah. think it's making a couple of people shake in their boots or multiple people yeah. in the e-commerce space because they're like, "Holy shit!" You know, some yeah. kids are coming out with fire stuff, and these oh, guys yeah. have been at it for 10, 15 years and yeah. still can't you know crack the code. So absolutely, I think it's it's beautiful to see, but. Yeah, man. I mean, what are your things moving forward? We're in this beautiful space now. Yeah. I'll, I'll lay some B-roll on top so you guys can see the space. Uh, you've been in it for a few messy. days now? Yeah, a few days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kyle for building it with me. <laughs> Those IKEA shelves are coming together nicely. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we one of the reasons why we even decided to open a space is we needed to plant our boots somewhere and just get a flagship location. Yeah. And we felt like Miami is just, there was, uh, it, okay, so I think that there's a void in the creative space in Miami. Mm -hmm. That's just like, when I had my previous uh, business here, like uh, when we were hiring graphic designers, not a single response to our Craigslist ads, really? not a single response to our Behance posts, wow. nothing. Yeah. No one located in Miami. And like the, the responses that we, eventually got nobody was as good as what we wanted them to be yeah and it, and it to me it was just kind of like why well then i mean this is like a party state you know so yeah. it's like people don't really care about that there's not too much um you know tech moving out of here now it's like you start looking at it and miami's evolving and so we mm -hmm. wanted to be a part of that journey with them and be a part of that like massive growth that's that's going on and will be going on within the next two to three years a lot of tech companies are coming down here so we felt like just opening up a, a flagship location here would be great. Yeah. Um, you know, where a lot of our remote-based talent is also flying out here as well. Um, you know, the guys are fully committed. I think with COVID over the last over over the last year since COVID started, I mean, a lot of businesses might have seen a downward trajectory, but I mean, with us, it was completely the opposite. Of course. And I'm super fortunate to see that. Sure. But it's like out of nowhere, it's like every person that we've ever convinced, hey, you need a nicer website. Hey, yeah. you need, you know, nice, nicer social media presence. Like, so many other things, and they all just like, like a swarm just kind of yeah. flew in. They're like, hey, I need this now. So, hiring more talent. Yeah. Right. Expanding the space, expanding our overall operation bandwidth. And, yeah. uh, you know, at the end of the day, like we're super fortunate to be here. There's a lot of new things that we're rolling out, too. And uh, I think Miami's definitely the place to do it. No, bro, I couldn't agree more. And, and you like uh, Miami. Yeah, I love Miami. I mean, we've been here for like a week now. Yeah. And it's like, man, I'm starting to consider moving from Chicago. It's like so beautiful here. Yeah. And the whole group of everybody here, we yeah. got Sebas here. Shout and, out you know, Sebas. We've been chilling. Uh, all week and just kind of like shooting the shit, talking about investments, crypto, yeah, stocks, crypto, IPOC, IPOC. IPOC. It's at like sixteen right now. It's CLOV now. now. So hopefully we watch this in the future and we're all millionaires. Yeah. Or Bitcoin chain link. Chain link. Yeah. Shout out to chain link. Buy chain link. Buy chain link, please. <laughs> Buy chain link. But uh, yeah, bro. No, and, and you're going. You know, getting the actual physical content be able to done. Yeah. Be done downstairs too, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a whole vibe here. This is like the coolest setting I've ever seen, especially like thank you, bro. You know, upstairs, downstairs. We're kind of like this is like your kind of like little you know hub for all computer. This, work yeah, like all this. this is the I guess like where the real magic happens. Yeah, downstairs we're opening up like a photography space slash just overall creative studio, and then we have another section downstairs where we're I'm kind of infusing my fashion passion and mm -hmm. just uh, opening up a fashion showroom. Yeah, so uh, a lot of stylists can come here 
for events, future events, start yeah. pulling. Um, there's a lot of brands that are starting to grow from Miami alone too. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to embrace that vertical and, and see where that takes us. Who knows, oh, yeah. it could, you know, can go down the drain. No, but no, 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 I'm super excited for that. And yeah. have, you know, we talked about how you want to have host events and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of do mixers. And I think that's going to be a really cool vertical. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so like just in general, I know you've mentioned it previously, but I think that's kind of something that's overlooked. Like people think that everything you like think about is just like fire, right? They don't right. think about like the grind behind it. No, the they constant don't. push of, you know, being full. Cause like coming from a fashion background, like I admittedly have like shit fashion and like I'm accepting of it. But <laughs> when I see people who like are forward thinking and see it and know it, like yeah. I'm so like intrigued. Cause I'm like, man, how do you know that works? Cause to yeah. me, I don't know like what's supposed to be good, right? So. Uh, you know, I might know like what looks good, and obviously, like back end design. I you got a good taste, dude. Good. You were pulling out that turtleneck yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Look at right. Head up Zara with Fez. <laughs> Peter's like SMH. Um, no, it was but, fly. Uh, no, but like my thing is like, how do you keep forward like every day? You know, waking up with new designs, and I, it's not like you could just yeah. We say Sweet Dreams is beautiful, right? But it's not like you can just copy that and use it for the next brand. Like, no, if you use it for like you know, whatever brand it may be, like a jewelry brand, you're not yeah. gonna have that same dreamy yeah. look from text to colors to branding to everything. So yeah. how do you try and keep that moving forward constantly? I'm just always learning. Yeah, I have no, almost like damn near no social life. Yeah. Like I, I stay and work 16 hours a day, you know, yeah. on like consist pretty consistently. Um, you know, especially with COVID, like it really allowed me to hone in, expand on my knowledge, expand on my skill set, just learn as much as I can. Um, I'm caught like every morning I wake up, I just soak in everything that's going on, mm -hmm. everything from political perspective to new tech um, and all the way down to design. I mean, design plays a role in everything that you see, right? Yeah. So like, what was the thinking behind why this product was launched this way, right? And so just breaking that down and thinking about it in the morning, also trading and losing money on IPOC, you know, like <laughs> it's sure. also one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just constantly learning and every downtime that I have is just about, uh, you know, looking at what other successful agencies have been able to do, like, why are they so good at it? Like what, what trends are they setting and like what's making them at the end of the day stand out. And so yeah. that's my goal, like make a big enough agency, right. Uh, that still treats their clients as, as if we're on a boutique level, very, very intimate and yeah. gets work done. So, uh, you know, just constantly being on it, I guess. For sure. I don't want to get left behind. That's like my, no, and then like yeah. as, as designing user journeys, as designing user experiences, like you need to think innovative and you need to think forward, uh -huh. right? So you need to start picking up on little patterns and, and different trends and, and start seeing, okay, like what if we start incorporating a little bit of that and seeing how users respond. And so when we get a good response or we seeing other brands start doing the same thing, now we're starting to see like, okay, there's a real pattern going on here and brands are really starting to adopt this style. And so just, just not getting left behind is like one of the, like, the things that just sits in the back of my head like don't make things that like you know like people won't like anymore yeah uh, no i do i completely agree i think about that even like a guy like you it's like you look at like elon musk right people are like oh he, he should be so happy he's the richest yeah. guy in the world but it's like no bro he's got yeah. to innovate yeah to be yeah like, yeah to stay continue, up there yeah, yeah keep the stock going up keep yeah. being the most yeah. innovative the guy yeah. wants to go to mars no one's ever yeah. done it you know what yeah. i mean so it's like that constant thing yeah. like these designs like no one's ever done before right so forward well maybe you could take inspiration but it's like there's no clear answer of what you yeah. should be doing. It's yeah. like you got to create your own answers, kind of. Yeah, it's we're not, no, we're no, we're nowhere near like. I know that you know. There's some that may be inspired by our work, but we're inspired by so many other people. For sure. So like, to me, lay, lay my head low, uh, stay super humble, and just 
you know, respect the talent out there, give them credit when it's due, and uh, you know, work with as many people. And we kind of look out for some of the creative people that we work with, like, you know, we really look out for their best interest too. Yeah. And that's just like, if you treat them well, and, and if you constantly inspire them and you drive them, they're gonna, I'm not the one that's sitting here and thinking about all these different, you know, moving pieces constantly and thinking, okay, what are we gonna do here? What are we gonna do here? Just all people constantly like working together as a collective. And so, you know, that's ideas get thrown around and somebody says something, it might sound stupid, but two days later you're like, okay, well he said something a couple of days ago and this is, this now may be a great idea. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's all thankful to the team. And of course, yeah. bro, of course. And I think that's awesome that you had the space now to bring it all together, right? Yeah, people man. got ideas, you got different people coming in different brands, yeah. et cetera. Absolutely. And uh, it's just like a new, it's like the next level, right? Yeah. For you, right? Have you had an office before or no? Yeah, I did. I had uh, I had one before when I first startup when I started uh, Garmin Manufacturing oh, okay, in LA. Yeah. That was my first office. Hung on, hung on to that for about six months before mm -hmm. business, you know, tore apart and got destroyed. Been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the second office we had was uh, actually here in Wynwood for oh, nice. a, a tech startup. Um, that was going really well and we started getting some attention and started hitting the media and stuff like that. And I really felt like that was going to be that, you know, multi-million dollar, hundred million dollar company. And so it was headed that way. Uh -huh. And so once we, once we've brought up more investors and like literally like we secured an investment like February, uh -huh. like, and like come March, the travel industry shuts down. And so like, that's what our tech business was in. And so, so there's the business just, yeah. It's, it's crazy how yeah, that works. Things, yeah. Life can change really quickly yeah. right? for good and bad. Yeah. And I think that's the interesting part, especially being in the internet era of like yeah. the next wave, you know, yeah. things can go really good, which we see in the e-commerce yeah. all the time and go really bad. Also go too, really bad. Know, yeah. Investments, all these different things. People like to, you know, glamorize the highlights yeah. always like, you know, it's a normal cliche saying, but yeah especially in the industry you can't just believe you know people see the cars watches or whatever they don't see the the grind the taking shit the failed business i mean that's boring though know? like who wants to and watch that problem. like i want to see somebody flex in a ventador you know like, <laughs> yeah really get your <laughs> you know 100 no, you know? no i feel you 100 i agree with you yeah cars are cars are what's up and yeah. no I, I think like that's what it's all about man keeping the ball moving forward keeping going to the next level you yeah. know learning from mistakes and failures yeah. you know we're lots young, of mistakes you know we're the same age 23 so yeah. we got some time but you're you know, older when yeah i'm a month older you're than older. peter um, but when you hang around fez too much he's 19 he dude i feel like day. a kid again man <laughs> yeah i don't know how this guy is so successful <laughs> i wish i was there see when i was around i mean like when I was his age, which mm -hmm. wasn't that long ago, yeah, like we didn't, it, everything wasn't moving as fast as it is For now. Sure. I, now it's like everything's so fast. Yeah, you know, things change so quick, and I think it's like the ability to scale so quickly with using like internet, like Shopify, whatever it may be, is like, yeah. like progressively easier to use, more exactly. resources. Fiverr, Upwork, all these different things that like you can outsource things faster. So I was more like hustle, like I had like a computer wholesaling company and stuff. So it's like more like in cars, it was like transactional right yeah. transactional yeah. sales are great but when you can get the ability to scale it doesn't matter how old you are no, you can be 16 running up a store yeah. and not even know and you might yeah. even have like an untapped traffic source like TikTok yeah. or whatever and, yeah. and you can blow yourself up so that's the cool thing about being young and learning from young people and getting yeah. that good energy right and I think you can never you know we were talking about a clubhouse or whatever like old yeah. people like you know what I mean? oh, yeah. like you can't trust them because they'll no. try and take your yeah, shit yeah they try and, to take advantage you know and yeah without a doubt at the end of the day sometimes they don't even know as much as you know the young guys do so yeah they try to soak up all our energy use us and then leave us exactly <laughs> exactly as soon as everything it's happened so many times anymore yeah time and time again but you learn from mistakes and hopefully we can you know teach the people a little bit younger than us the lessons yeah. that we've learned so they don't make the same ones but. yeah 
Man, I just wish I recorded every time I got just ran into a failure. I agree with you, dude. I, I really wish. And the thing is, it's like I'm still dealing with so many failures. Same. It's like Same. what's like what's to stop like anybody from thinking right now that I'm like, damn, I got this like four thousand dollar a month bottom line. Yeah. <laughs> For the yeah. next three years, like yeah. I'm gonna pay this rent. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's like pressure. I feel the because same. if I lose that retainer client, I'm, I mean. That hurts. Yeah, you gotta you know, figure out hurts. new ways. To yeah, you gotta money. figure out new ways. Gotta find you know new people who are willing to innovate and work together. And it's yeah. like, what if like one of my employees decides to like you know lose their shit and just like leave? You yeah. know, or it's like you know something happens like just a computer breaking down like mid render time, and it's like you got like a t- ten hour render time, and yeah. it's like you gotta think about so many of these problems, and so like those those failures are never recorded. Of, of course, you know? and and kind of brings me to my next point. It's like why. I, why I wanted to start my own vlog series. Yeah. So like I can start documenting the process of like what, are, what running an agency looks like, uh-huh. uh, what, what like a day in a life looks like if, to like work with brands. So we're gonna show a lot of secrets and just blueprints for, from like what Sweet Dreams is doing. Exactly. Just leak all his sauce. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for free too, you free know? Sauce. So everybody just tune in because I'm gonna be dropping. We'll have gems. the link. First link in the description will be Peter's channel. Go subscribe to him. Exactly. Get the ball rolling. Exactly. The one thing I will say, the one piece of advice I have from that like failure thing is like, don't let your negative energy overtake you. Because no. when I'm failing, like as much, even if I film something, I don't post it because I'm like, man, we we filmed the whole podcast. And I'm like, yeah. we were going through some shit. I'm like yeah. May. And then I'm like, dude, I didn't feel like editing this right now. No. It was such a depressing podcast to talk about, so like being in Spain. But um, he just left. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. But yeah, man, I think that's the thing we got to be able to. I know no one wants to see it, but I think like you know maybe don't you don't have to like flex a picture of you like frowning on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so unhappy yeah. today. My options got torched. <laughs> but but yeah. uh, I think it's definitely something moving forward that real you know real recognizes real, and, and yeah. I think that's that's the new trend. So yeah. Like maturely Absolutely. seeing people who are actually like you know calling people out like we, i had a good laugh on clubhouse you know yeah. peter calling people out dude that was so funny it's <laughs> like people just throwing out names saying they work with these celebrities and yeah. it's like you throw out the only you throw out the only name that i've like actually worked with that person yeah. and like been a part of that journey and it's like i'm gonna call you out because sure. like i really want to know like what what your experience was yeah and so all you hear is like uh you, yeah, you know exactly. it's just like a lot of that and just like boom get out of the clubhouse <laughs> yeah. i love clubhouse for that reason yeah. and it's like get the people out. who are so undercover and don't really pose like with their lamborghinis and stuff like they might have a lamborghini sitting there but yeah. the, their efforts and and what they want people to see is not that like they just want people to follow them for them for who they are for sure but when you get on club clubhouse you know or like any of these like drop in audio you know platforms or podcasts like you really listen to somebody speak and you're like this guy really knows what the hell he's saying yeah you know and it's like i don't see any of those like like fake flexors and IG, like really speaking. And if they're really, if they're saying something on these podcasts or, you know, these interviews or vlogs or something, it's just like, in, like you can go on YouTube and listen to the same thing and then yeah. reiterate in your own vlog and make yourself seem smart. Yeah. Like, so, you know, it's just, I think this year it's all about calling out people, which I yeah. can't wait to do. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, yeah, I love that. And but uh, brand, let your brand speak for itself, right? Yeah. And get to your brand to a point where you can't even be scared of competitors because exactly. you already kind of established your own yeah. lane. So yeah. I think that's the ball, like kind of a whole thing moving forward. And I'm super excited to see, you know, your work, what you bring to the table. I know it's going to be fire. I mean, I don't even know how I can get any better than it is at this point. That's the thing too, because clients will say like, 
okay, so I'm looking forward to seeing you come up with something better. Yeah. And we're like, oh what? man, like, so it's constantly like perfecting and surpassing what you've done before and yep. just making it better and better. That's another stressful factor to For consider sure. too. It's just like, well, what, else, what am I gonna come up with? Like, yeah, exactly. That's like, all I got. I yeah. gave you all I got like two comps ago. Like that, The more concise, cause that's the thing. It's like, in order to be in your space, you have to cut a lot of things out. Like yeah. a lot of people just, put out everything, you know, they have this website with all sorts of different contents. Like you're curating this thing, right? And when yeah. I do like commercials for brands or dealerships, it's like, that's actually the hardest thing for me to do. Yeah. Cause if I make like a five minute long video, I can like throw whatever in there. You've got like clips in this or whatever. Yeah. But when you make a 30 second spot and it's got to go on TV or whatever, it's like, you got to be so damn detailed. And they're yeah. like, all right, bring it to the next level for the next one. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's like, you got to yeah. reinvent like, it yeah, somehow. Like reinvent, it's like, yeah. I have this, you can't even make a formula. Yeah. You got to reinvent the formula exactly. every damn time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that it's overlooked. No yeah. one thinks about it. Like this short, concise, simple stuff. Even George talks about all the time, blue receipts, like the more simple it is, the harder it actually is in the back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, Apple you, you tend to tend to overthink things when you're going through the design process. Exactly. And so like, I mean, even working with George, I mean like the fact that this guy has been able to just manage such a big team of really talented individuals and like work with us and kind of play a role in, in every single vertical from the development side of things to the front end user journey side of things. Like it's been, it's been also really great to work with, you know, such a person like him. So it's, you know, I give kudos. When is, when is Blue Receipt gonna drop, man? Like it's already available. Oh, it's, it's available, link in the description below. But yeah, overall, I think like the clients you work with now, I'm excited to see new clients come in. I know you're like- Big clients. Barely accepting big work clients. now. This I'm guy, gonna, this guy has gonna, to raise his prices and lower his- Big clients, no, big clients. Work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, I'm, I'm really gonna talk, talk my shit right now on this podcast. Got big clients coming. Big clients. Big clients. Fuck yeah. Big clients, big dog clients. Big Surpassing dog clients. Fez on every level. That's what I'm talking Surpassing about. Surpassing That's what I want to see. I'm talking $100 million brands. I love that shit, And I'm dude. really gonna show, I, I think we're gonna start releasing some of the work uh, mid-March. Excited to uh, see As it. soon as these brands go to market. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of potential, a lot of powerful people behind it. And, and just like, you know, just like working with Fez, they're all innovators too. For and sure. they're all thinking about like, what's the next thing to do? And when they seen the work and they're like, hey, I've seen what you guys can do, would like to do it for my brand. But wait, there's also really big people behind it. That's where we're like, okay, now we really can get creative because the budgets are bigger, right? The, you know, there are more, there are people who are like focused particularly on like project management, right? So the communication is a lot stronger. Um, those projects are the ones that we're kind of like leaning to working with on a more long-term. Um, and so a lot of new people are coming. Hell yeah. A man. lot of I'm new projects, a lot of new it. awards to win, yep. going for the Webby awards. George knows what that is. He's going for the Webbies. No shit. I'm excited to see yeah. it. Going for the Webby awards as much as I can get. Coming Hell for yeah. it all. Hell yeah, man. I'm excited <laughs> to see it. Next time you guys see Peter on the podcast, we might just film another one here, but hopefully he makes it out of Chicago at some point. Yes, and, uh, it's cold. We'll film one on set. Yeah, it's a little cold. I, yeah. I think it's probably gonna be me coming back here. Have to. But uh, with no, more furniture it. and not like half recessed lighting. We'll, like, yeah, we'll do an office update. <laughs> but hell yeah, guys. I, I really appreciate you guys watching today. As always, Peter, what's your Instagram? How can you follow at you? At Chef Goyardi. On um, everything, Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Clubhouse at Goyardi. Just to kind of give you why it's Chef Goyardi for people who don't know, this this, this is gonna, what's really gonna get you the most views right now. Okay. People wanna wonder why. <laughs> I'm a chef, part-time, and I love no, Goyard. That's really what it is. There you go, that's boom. That's what it is. That's what we're gonna put at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> as the, as the, as the <laughs> But hell yeah, so you got, and uh, 404 Studios, of course, follow my Instagram. Yes, 404 Studios. Behind the scenes. Yep. Uh, you have a site up, right, or no? 
uh, yes, but we're actually doing our own rebrand. Re oh, Cause nice. like our personal site sucks. Well, like you just go look at that the thing. Back burner always, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah. and it's like people are looking like you build sites for a living. You're like, yeah, like, yeah. what happened to yours? I promise. <laughs> yeah. Just, we use Wix. Wix.com forward slash Fezwarsan. Yeah, right? It's gonna get fucking all the leads coming in from this. But uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Solcar Media underscore media, and then Kyle Solcar for personal stuff, uh, and then at Four Stars Podcast for everything else. But as always, guys, thank you guys so very much for joining me in the beautiful Miami. Thank you, Peter, for having me here. I'm excited for the update. This is the Four Stars Podcast. Let's Keep go. chasing the fifth. Peace. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>